OMG. I am so excited because I am working on something that I am extremely passionate about. What is a can of mom? A can of mom is a mother who consumes cannabis or wheat. I'm creating a program for can of moms who are looking to start a new career in the cannabis industry. Or maybe you already have a cannabis business and are looking to scale and grow so you can take your empire to the next level. You will leave this program with an actual custom design career path in the cannabis industry with actionable goals to get you started that allows you to continue to be the type of cannabis you want to be and or have always dreamed of. This is not a get rich quick plan or anything shady like that. If you are willing to take the time and do the work, I know I can help you achieve your goals. I have 15 years experience as a corporate IT consultant where my last role before becoming a full-time stay-at-home mom, I helped grow a $70 million business to over $200 million by the time I left. Outside of my corporate career, I spent countless hours, days, months, years of learning, self-improvement, business, finance, and leadership. I went and got my holistic health coach certification and 200-hour trained hot yoga instructor certification. But not only am I a lifelong learner, I have also experienced my own huge personal transformations. I've had huge weight losses after each of my pregnancies where I lost a hundred pounds after my first child. I also went from a point in my life where I thought I was going to have to file for bankruptcy to tripling my salary and getting out of debt in less than three years, all while living in a brand new city with a newborn as a single mother and no support system. If I can do it, I know you can do it. I come from a Korean immigrant mother and a blue collar boomer father. While I gain some great qualities from my parents growing up, I grew up in a different time where nurturing children's emotions and passions were not a priority. That led me to be a self-starter and rely on being resourceful in all things in my life. While I feel blessed and grateful for my journey, I feel like it could have been a lot easier. Being a mom to four daughters and knowing what's waiting for them in the workforce stresses me out. I don't want to see them have to go through the hardships and hard lessons that I had to go through. I want to teach my daughters how to take control of their lives in all aspects and especially in their career path so that they can be set up for success. And those are the same things that I want to teach you. My short-term goal is to help other moms to feel empowered and get started in the cannabis industry. But my ultimate goal is to completely change the whole economical culture for the next generation of women while breaking all the negative stigmas that are attached to cannabis, especially for mothers and parents. So make sure you click the link in the show notes to be included on all communications and information about the program and the upcoming launch date. 
I am hoping to launch in the next couple of weeks. I'm literally just waiting for a start date for my youngest to go to daycare. And it's mainly dependent on that. If I could, I would start on Monday. That's how ready I am for this to start. So stay tuned and I can't wait to give you more information. Hey, baby gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze, where we're going to get lit off all the latest happenings going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything 420. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. Today's can of mom story. My son had seizures every four to six weeks. We got him medical marijuana and the seizures stopped. That helped me let him be more independent from anonymous. I really love this one because it's not, well, first of all, it's short, but second of all, it's not even talking about this mom's, her own consumption. It's talking about advocating for her child for medical purposes. So I think any mom out there can understand if your child is ill, you definitely want to help them out. To learn more about this topic, check out Weed the People on Netflix. I am not getting paid for this, but I should be. Um, It's, But it's a heartbreaking documentary about children who are suffering from deadly and chronic illnesses with little to no, no more options for treatment with modern medicine. These parents are so desperate to save their children, that they are willing to do anything in their power and are turning to cannabis as treatment through ingestion versus inhalation. It's completely heartbreaking to see these parents have to choose to go around their local laws to try to save their children. I'm going to stop there or else I'll start crying, but just go check it out. I'll put um, the link in the show notes. Also, anyone who wants to share their own Canamom story anonymously, please feel free to send them to bravoandblaze at gmail.com. I promise that all stories remain anonymous. Also, I'm going to be sharing my own Canamom story in my upcoming program. So make sure you go sign up at the link in the show notes to be updated on the upcoming launch. Also, make sure you go check out my latest episode with Bravo superfan Block by Jax. If you already follow her, you know that she is incredibly hilarious and has a very entertaining dating life. She played a voice message from a guy on the dating app Hinge. I guess that's like a new feature you can do, which I'm, I'm surprised actually like that technology has existed for a while but anyways go check out that episode the voice message is so great I just I love it (laughs) and today's guest is one of my dearest Bravo besties Arielle from Bravo and T on Instagram she is also one half of the amazing duo Bravo critics on Instagram where she co-hosts a monthly podcast recapping Real Housewives of New York They started this year and are doing a recap of each Roni season for each month, which fills up the whole calendar year since there are only 
12 seasons of Roni. So make sure you go check her out at Bravo and T and Bravo critics. I will put all links in the show notes. Ariel and I have a list of things we want to touch on together, but I'm going to recap the other Bravo shows in the weekly lineup. Um, on Mother's Day this week, we had Real Housewives of Atlanta and being a first generation, um, my mother is a Korean immigrant. I am living for Sonia, not to be confused with Sonia, Sonia and her mother and her family. The fact that they brought everyone here, I just, I'm loving it, but I'm loving Sonia's mother with her pettiness and the beef patties. Like that is I just love it. It's so funny. She's like, I'm not going to bring you any beef patties because who doesn't love a a fun shady moment? Um, Once again, Candy's always impressing me. Her and Todd are going to take over. I just, I know it. I predicted it many times. I think Candy will have her own network soon. And if she doesn't, I'm going to help her get one. But I think the biggest part of the episode this week on Atlanta was Ralph. (sighs) Ralph, what do I say about Ralph? Um, The first time I saw him, his very first scene, I felt like a dark feeling. I mean, the scene, the editing, everything was lighthearted. They didn't make it seem like he was dark or anything but I think he might be he might have some deep-rooted issues I don't even know what to say I think he might be a sociopath if that exists or a psychopath I don't know I've been corrected before I don't know what the right term is but um yeah I'm scared of him and I'm scared for Drew and the I mean If anyone has taken like a psychology class in their life or even opened the first page of a book about psychology, I think you would see Ralph's picture under (laughs) gaslighting, love bombing, narcissism. uh, There's, I think, a term for it when they redirect blame. I don't know. The he's just like was saying all this stuff like oh yeah you know I get she saw the message whatever like he's like trying to explain his situation and when he wasn't really making any points his last statement and his tone changing goes but Drew shouldn't have been going through my phone which felt very creepy to me um anyways I don't even want to talk about him anymore uh love match Atlanta premiere that was on Sunday. I was sleeping because it was Mother's Day and I drank and I fall asleep really quickly when I drink. Um, So I didn't watch it, but I watched it the next day and I was like doing laundry and stuff. So I wasn't paying attention too hard, but I think there is something there. I think it's worth a shot. I would, I'm, I'm going to watch again. I'm going to watch the second episode. (laughs) Check it out. Or you can just listen to me tell you how it is. Um, so this week on Candy and the Gang, it was the finale. And I have to say, I'm sad about it. 
First of all, Melvin is a hidden gem. I don't know why he's not getting more airtime. Justice for Melvin. I want Melvin to have his own spinoff show. I think he's hilarious and his level of shade is chef's kiss. Um, I just love Melvin and Brian is a star as we all know, just love, love, love Brian. I got the honor of interviewing Brian this season and I'll put the link in the show notes, but go check that out. I also got to interview Dom. She was great. And then last week I released an episode with June, who is Shandrika's fiance. Go check out all those episodes. I'm telling you, I said this at the beginning of the season, and I still feel strongly about this, that this entire cast is going to be successful in one way or another. And I think that we should all be watching this show because I think it's going to take off. It may not be like the biggest hit for a season, but I think there is a lot there to work with. And I think that they're going to bring us so much. So go check that out. Um, Patrick, <sighs> confiant poo, is that what it's called? Or poo confiant. I just love Patrick. Um, and I love, love him and Safari. I think they're super cute. They're engaged now. We all have something to look forward to watching their wedding. I think it's going to be so good. I just think Patrick is so hilarious. Anyways. What else happened this week? Below deck sailing. Uh, it wasn't as good this week because I think mainly because we didn't see Ashley embarrass herself that much. Um, and I just am still shocked that I like Gary now. Like, I would have never thought I would like Gary, but I really like him and I hope I can get him on the show. I'm going to try for next season. Um, Chef Marcus's food. Looks so good. I really do have a hard time watching Top Chef and Below Deck Sailing, or not just Below Deck Sailing, any Below Deck, because they always have really good food coming out, usually. Um, It's late at night when I'm watching this. It's not good to eat food right before you go to bed, and I'm already in bed watching these shows, so I got a problem. So I try not to, I still have a little snack when I see Chef Marcus's food, but I'm trying to, you know, just have a life of balance. Um, the charter guests this episode, I think they were the main attraction. Um, I don't like that on the preference sheet, the primary said she demands or I don't know what word they use, but she demanded that they all refer to her as doctor, whatever her name is. Dr. Kim. I don't know. I don't even think she said, call me Dr. Kim. I think it was like Dr. Whatever her last name was. So Kim had her nipple out during one of the dinners. Kim said she would absolutely be a cannibal. Um, Kim also said, I think to her husband, she said, you can go jump off the boat. I'm going to take a knife and stab you. So I just want to dissect that behavior a little bit. So one, she demands people to respect her by addressing her 
with her title as a doctor. I understand that. But if you behave like this and I don't know, are you allowed to demand that people call you something like, oh, call me your highness, Jenny Blaze? Like, that's ridiculous. No. We're going to talk about Summer House with Ariel. Um, and then reunion, the reunion part two of Jersey was on this week. I didn't think it was as good as the first part, um, but we did get mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest? Teresa Judice, which was the best. Hilarious. Um, and then we also got you ruined my night. No, you ruined your night. No, you ruined my night. No, you ruined your night. So, um, good times, but other than that, no big highlights, um, below deck down under. Oh my God. I am. It's painful to watch how bad and awful this deck team is garbage with maggots. Hell to the no, you will never, ever, ever see me taking care of garbage with maggots. I, I can't believe the captain. I guess, what do you do? Just let it sit there. Oh my God. The thought of that is making me want to vomit. Anyways, okay. This this deck team needs to get it together. One of the charter guests hit her head on the boat and there were two, Bertini and Culver were both there helping her and she still banged her head because no one warned her. They weren't watching. Um, In fact, what? What is up with Magda? I don't understand. She's ridiculous with her boyfriend, but at the same time is like the primary is so handsome. Like, did were we was she talking about the primary that we we were watching? I mean, I'm not trying to. I don't want to shame anyone. I mean, whatever. I just thought it was weird. Um, Chefy, Chefy. Chef A, he's uh he pulled through this week. He's doing better. Um, but had it not been COVID and quarantine restrictions, I think he would have been fired already. Um, rightfully so. Uh oh my gosh, one of the guests almost drowned and Jamie had to go jump in, like just so I don't know. It, it, I like Jamie to a certain extent, but I don't love his management style. I do love that he's big on safety and he's, you know, very cautious of that, but his management style is just not the best. All right. Up next, we have Ariel from Bravo and T. Thank you for joining. We have Ariel from Bravo and T. You can find her on Instagram. Hi, Ariel. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's like supposed to be 90 degrees today or something. And I, I don't know why I just can't go from the super, super cold to like super, super hot. It didn't feel like there was much in between for us. I don't, I don't do good in the super hot weather. I'm a fall girl. So yeah, for real. I went, well, it's allergy season too. So like, I can't even breathe and stuff my eye every night around like seven o'clock ish. 
it starts to only my right eye starts to act up. I have to take out my contacts because like, it's just a mess. Well, you look beautiful now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's still early. Uh, So this week was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. I like your mug. Make it nice. Yes. Did you Um, get that from Dorinda directly? I ordered it from Dorinda. I ordered this in anticipation for our interview that we had a couple weeks ago. So if you guys didn't listen to that, make sure you go check out our interview, Bravo Critics interview with Dorinda Medley. And I just saw Dorinda last week. Oh my gosh. And your girls were a hit with her. Oh my gosh. That was like such a smart move to bring them in. It was a little awkward. I didn't know if you're allowed to bring children into liquor stores. Oh yeah. That was a risk, but uh, you know, there's no reward without, or no, you know, so without. Well, I mean my plan. So my husband came with me because I told him it's in a liquor store. I just want to like be the first one there see Dorinda, talk to her, get my bourbon and get out. Like, I'm not trying to hang out there for two hours. Right. Um, and then we wound up going across the street to eat dinner with the kids. But, um, I told him just stay in the car. It'll be quick. I promise. But then when I got in, I asked, um, an employee, I was like, is it okay if my children come in? And he was like, oh, that's totally fine. So they were cool with it. Um, were they the only kids? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny too. Somebody there, like the person that I was right behind, she goes, Oh my God, I'm so excited to see Dorinda. And I was like, did you, do you live around here? She's like, I actually am not even from town and I didn't know she was going to be here, but I'm dying that she is here because I love her so much. And so I asked, um, I was talking to the employee at the store and he said that Dorinda is actually good friends with the owner of the liquor store from before Housewives days. And it was Kentucky Derby weekend. They decided let's do an event together. So it was a meet and greet where Dorinda could sell her bourbon, which I got five bottles of. All signed with the key to her heart or maybe hopefully Bluestone Manor. But um one of those is for me. Yes, I have it reserved. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really cool. I mean, it was a smart event, I think, from a business yeah. standpoint. Yeah, she was able to support a friend while yeah. supporting her business. And it was a smart move for you to bring your beautiful littles. <laughs> Do you know that it was the second time that Dorinda's been in Saratoga, which is, I don't live in Saratoga, but it's like really, it's like 20 minutes away or whatever. And I just saw her back in October. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because the difference that I, in myself, like I could see there's a huge difference. I walked in, I actually was on video chat with that Bravo gay. And I was like, I'm walking into Dorinda's event. And I walk in, everyone's looking at me for some reason. Cause it was like, there wasn't that many people and I was, they, I was talking loud, I guess I'm talking loud, but um, they all like stopped and looked at me and I just go, hi, I'm Jenny Blaze from Bravo and Blaze. I'm here for the Dorinda meet and greet event. And they, I think they thought I worked there. Somewhere. Oh my gosh. But you were just so like in your element. I love it. Yeah, I, know exactly I was just like, about. this is great. I was so happy to be there and it was 
awesome to meet her. She said she'd be my podcast and we Yay. made a connection. We, we exchanged information. And it's so funny because back in October, that was the first event that I went to like since COVID really with strangers that I don't know. Yeah. And like without a mask. So I was like really freaked out about that. But then also I was like, what do I say to Dorinda when I meet her? I don't know. And literally I, I had all these things going through my head and I froze up when I got up there and I was just like, I got you a lighter, you know? Like, so just <laughs> in that amount of time, the difference is huge. And I just, I can feel it and it feels great. Proud of you, friend. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, shoot. I need to get like, I need my grandfather MF or mug today. Oh, there you go. See? Poor Mary Cosby. I heard she just did like a podcast or something. Um, I have not heard anything much about Mary Cosby in a while. So tell me <laughs> what did this I don't know. I just heard that she, I think she has her own podcast. Actually. What? Wait, can we, we need to be guests on her podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you think maybe she'll, I, I yeah, I'm going to have to reach out. <laughs> yeah. You're like, interview me. I have stuff to say. And then you turn it around on her. <laughs> but, um, how was your mother's day? It was good. We went to go see um, Moulin Rouge on Broadway. So that was fun. So it was a really good show. That was my first time ever going. So we had a good time. How about you? Um, I like basically just drank during the day and was like, I shut off all mother duties, like no diapers, no feeding anyone. I could go to the bathroom by myself. That was great. (laughs) Thank goodness. But I I actually wound up like passing out on the couch because I don't drink that well. Like I get sleepy and you drink the strong stuff. That's why you drink like the strong IPAs. (laughs) Those are the beers I can only drink at home. I love those. Like two or three and I'm fucking rocked. I know. So like, those are the ones that I, I've made the mistake of drinking those like out in the world. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't do that. Those are at home drinks. I know. Well, I do have some Vita tequila now, so maybe I'll drink some of that instead of beer. (laughs) It's Friday and they say less calories too, right? Get our, right. I know I need to get ready for summer, but anyways, summer bodies like Lala and James said, we are okay speaking of Vanderpump mm-hmm. Stassi and crew are all over there right now for the wedding they had like a whole week of events yeah. right not, well not like the whole crew but Katie Schwartz I think that's it I think that and obviously Stassi and Bo but Lala didn't go she's doing her tour right now um Sheena's in Nashville right now doing her tour um so I didn't know Sheena was even on tour are Brock and Summer with them or with her I think so she's she had Raquel come and do like a guest um Dorinda was just a guest on Lala's podcast in New Orleans the other day I put it together before the show, before it happened. I was like, I think that, I think Dorinda's there in New Orleans. Um, but yeah, that Stassi, she just got married. Well, they were already married, right? But they yeah. just had their wedding. They're, oh, they got I saw weddings. the pictures. She looks stunning, I which I expected. But <laughs> I, expect- I, I mean, I like that 
when I saw, I was like, it was like breathtaking. I was like, I have chills right now. <laughs> I just loved it. Like their little girl in her little dress. And she yeah. was, you know, Hartford was their flower girl. And Katie looked great. Katie yeah. was phenomenal. And then they were. Single Katie is looking hot. She is looking. I always, always liked Katie and thought she was definitely a vibe. Um, yeah. So I like her style and the way she dresses. And it's so funny to see her and Stassi together because they completely are opposites. The yeah. Yes, you know, but, but yeah. I like that about them. I like them as a friend duo. Yeah. The, <laughs> the witches of WeHo. I was kind of yeah. sad Kristen wasn't there. Kristen is the one that introduced. I Stassi know. Ho. So it was kind of like was very clear by Kristen's boyfriend at the time when they, when they got engaged. Oh yeah. Kristen's boyfriend texted Stassi and Bo is like, congratulations, but don't forget who introduced you. Oh yeah. Cause they were fighting. But the thing <gasps> about it Will is Smith not- energy. <laughs> well, and Carter, he was a piece of work anyways, that dude. So. <laughs> oh, Carter. She's like, we, we broke up. We, He's living with me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what such mess. I don't know what Kristen's doing because I just saw her on um the other day, like I'm going to the movie theaters for the first time in a very long time. So she oh. um is not like on tour. She's didn't just- she sell her house? Did she? I believe well, at least it was on the market. It may have been sold. Oh, I liked her house. Her house was very cool. Yeah. Katie and Tom are putting their house on the market. Yeah, that was a weird video. That was, right? You saw that him in the jacuzzi with all the leaves in the pool. Yeah, I was like, why are this is the most (laughs) depressing thing I've ever seen. I and I'm picture I'm picturing Schwartz like just wallowing, like and not getting out of this funk for a while. And where whereas like Katie, she's like empowered and like living her best life it's kind of sad I feel bad for Schwartz a little bit it kind of reminds me of Scott Disick okay another one but it's like they they wallowed you they had the time I know I know know. it's hard not to root for them though like because you know know they want it and like you want to be like here just do this and then you'll have it I know but they just can't quite get there. And it's just heartbreaking. Cause I'm They're like the little waiting. puppies. You're like the yeah. little dog. Yes. No, exactly. I feel like, like James yeah. Kennedy. He's just, he's so wrong in so many ways. So he's many so times, good, <laughs> but I root for him every time. And like at the reunion, when he cried and he was like, I thought if I got sober, things would be better, but I wasn't good enough or something like it. I know and that's the thing it's like you know the and I know with like the Scott and Courtney thing for the Kardashians that there's still more to the story we don't know about we have to they've given their whole life like Courtney gave so much at the early years that I mean come on Scott like you had a long time to make it happen and I I don't yeah I don't feel bad for him that he's not getting Courtney I feel bad for him that he's like feeling left out he's feeling left out and like I like Scott so much like I love that he was expressing his feelings he went Chris brought him to that janky ass pizzeria in a strip mall and he's like this is your birthday lunch 
It was so like, he was like the woman draped in diamonds. Like this doesn't make any sense. And that's the thing. It was like, I got him unleashing on her because he doesn't have, you know, his parents around anymore. And that's like his mom and that's his safe place. So he was like, what the hell? Like, even if everybody else is going to act like this, I expect more from you, you know? But I get kind of where she was coming from. Like, I'm doing the best I can, you know, yeah. but you can't just completely welcome this man and then just ignore him. I really feel like they, unless the producer, unless they're guiding the storyline like that to really have that be his storyline, it's really so in your face that they're doing it to him, right? Like exactly yeah. what he was scared of happening is happening. And that's kind of sad to me. I know because that's what I, those were my fears too. When it was actually going down, when I heard that, Courtney and Travis got engaged real time. Mm-hmm. I was the first thing I thought of was like, oh my God, is Scott okay? Like, <laughs> I It's just so Kendall, but I kind of did think that that was inappropriate for Kendall to say something like that night. Like, well, are you thinking about Scott? Not right yeah, now. Not I know. I know. Let me think about him tomorrow morning when I have to Agreed. think about like the repercussions of the, all the TMZ reports and everything he's seeing, but Oh my God. Well, that on top of her children not being there, that was kind of sad too. I mean, I think she took it well though. She said it wasn't the best decision, but it was a decision. Like, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, they should have made it. They should have made more of an effort. Chris, Chris messed up there. It happens. You know, moms aren't perfect all the time, but she tried to do what she thought was right. And I think that had Penelope not said that she didn't feel good earlier that day, they probably would have made things maybe work a little bit more, but she was like, then Penelope said she felt sick. So they're like, all right, just forget it. Just leave the kids, the kids at home. But then Penelope cried. I I was surprised at her reaction. That was really sad. Yeah, it remind actually, you know what? My daughter, when we told her that we were having a baby, because we blend my husband has his daughter, I have my daughter, we blended, and then we had two more daughters. But um, when we told her that we were pregnant, she cried like that. I don't know why. I, it was sad. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? She just like, I think because I was a single mom with her, like for the first four years of her life, it was just us two. And like, Mm -hmm. then she had to share you. Yeah. Yeah. She's still pretty jelly, but she's like in her tween age. So she's like, it's kind of funny because she'll be, they just are annoying probably to her. Yeah. Well, she's they're annoying and she loves them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's like, can I put Luna to bed tonight? (laughs) That's so sweet that she's like nurturing like that. Yeah. I mean, it's at her own convenience because she's 12 and they're selfish at that age, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are That's you going to do? But what else? About, so what did you think about Penelope? Didn't Penelope say something about not wanting them to be so touchy feely in front of her? Did you catch that? Cause somebody sent me a message about that. And I was like, well, I, when I, I missed that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I didn't really, I don't remember hearing that, but somebody mentioned it to me and I was just like, oh, I have to go back. They are very affectionate. 
It's so. a lot. Um, I, okay. So here's how I feel. We loved Kravis. We loved Kravis. I was, you know, I was all about Kravis when it first went down, but now I'm like, I don't need to see your tongues. So yeah. that's kind of how I feel like it, mm-hmm. if they want to do it, that's fine. I'm not over Kravis. I'm happy. Courtney's happy, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, I don't want to see you making out all the time. And I get it, but okay. Cameras like, I know it's like, I didn't like them at first for some reason. I really don't know why. I think it was the PDA. It felt like too much. Like it felt forced to you. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this? But then when the show started, I was like, I love them together. Like I love their love. They're making me like love, love more. (laughs) No, (laughs) but, um, like but now, it, right? Because we've been watching it for so long. Like yeah. we never see her be like that. We're like, oh yeah. shit! Like she's in love. Like she's yeah. Like she's gonna. And if they can have a baby, oh god, then Scott's really done so because <laughs> then it's like now you're not even just the father of the kids anymore. Oh man, that's like don't get pregnant. Oh my gosh. Well, they're trying to. Do you think she's pregnant right now? I don't know. I mean, I hope she is because I know I it's something too. she really wants, but I know that it's, well, you got to think they the recordings are more in real time, right? So we're getting yeah. stuff a lot faster. Yeah. And recently she had said like, people are commenting on my weight and they don't even know that I'm being because she was going time. through IVF and stuff, which I'm really glad that they're showing that because, and I'm glad that Courtney Cause remember after she had Mason, she was like running on the beach in Miami, like trying to get ready That's for sick. a photo shoot. Yeah. Like this time around, it's so different. She's like embracing it. And she's like, you know what? My body is going through something. There's mm-hmm. hormones left and right. Like she's definitely more like a mature mother at this point. And I, I'm lo- I love seeing that. Cause it's like, I remember watching, cause I had my daughter, I think my daughter is only like a couple months older than Mason. So I'm like watching this and I'm like, Jesus, she already is skinny. And I'm like, not even close at all. And I was just so like, why is she doing this? So if there's anyone out there watching now, who's like in that space or whatever, who's like going through the body changes and they see Courtney, I hope that you know, it does a different thing than what she did with Mason. I was like, ah, it was just like painful for me because I was like still very overweight. (laughs) I understand because I was like that. I think I carried weight for like two years after I had my kid. So I was like, you know, I don't think I ever got back to where I was. I remember I was doing a fitting for a bridesmaid's dress and I was like really overweight at that time. And I told them I just had a baby. Meanwhile, my daughter was like nine years old. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Like, whatever. They don't need to know details. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, speaking of IVF and everything, did Lindsay Hubbard mm-hmm. post something that is she going through IVF right now or she's on mother to get day. pregnant? On Mother's Day, she went to go get her, um, it wasn't her implantation. It was the, when the retrieval, I think she went in for the egg retrieval. 
I could be wrong. I thought she did that already, though, because she, oh, maybe she didn't because she went with Danielle. They were like, woohoo, young age. 28, 28, yeah, 28 year old. That was age. so cute. Yeah, like, no. Did she actually get eggs taken out at that time? I think no. That was just her consultation. Oh, okay. To, and like, to, well, not her consultation, but basically, like, here, we got your numbers back. It looks like you are a candidate. Yeah. Her. So I and think she's like hot hub summer. She's getting drunk every. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like okay, I got some but, time. <laughs> like, well, slow down, bitch. You could get pregnant though. Relax. <laughs> but now, yeah, I think she went and got her egg retrieval because then they posted a picture of her afterwards, like in her lover boy sweatshirt hanging out on the couch. And she, yeah, because it look that's like a you have to go under for that procedure, right? That's what happened with well, that's what they were trying. Remember, that was what they were gonna have to reschedule the yeah the egg retrieval no remember he was like, oh shit the engagement because she's doing the egg retrieval yeah yeah be in good shape so then that got moved but i thought it was funny that he did the engagement on the anniversary of when they did it <laughs> like the first time we had sex okay That's oh funny. man that is a little weird but i guess it's on brand for them i just i don't know so i was not for team Kravis at first. Then when the show started, I was like, yes, love them. But then this past episode when Scott was there and they're just like, oh, baby, baby. Like, I don't know. It was like too much. And I'm like, it turned me off a little bit. It was like, why do you have to be like that all the time? (laughs) I agree. I feel like one, it's going to fade. Two, something that bothered me about this episode with that was the fact that Courtney didn't feel it necessary to have a conversation with the father of her children because she obviously saw that the way they reacted, there was an initial negative reaction. That's going to carry over. She needs to make sure that her and Scott are on the same page because he's got the kids half the time. And if they're experiencing issues that maybe they don't feel that they could talk to her about, he's got to be aware so he can maybe be that sounding board for them. And her being like, I don't need to talk to him about it. It was like, she's always a great parent and I'm not knocking her. We Mm -hmm. all make mistakes, but I think that she's going to look back and be like, shit, I probably should have talked to him about that because it's just avoiding the inevitable, right? Like, what did she wait? So you're saying she should have talked to Scott after she got engaged? Yeah, because it's like right after. No, like just at all. Like oh, we're still all. watching a, a whole, like we saw her getting Oh, like before she shows up with her new fiance. I mean, mean, just <laughs> in general, like yeah. how many weeks has it been from, we just already saw two episodes where she's still like, I don't need to talk to him. Like you have to have a, like an actual conversation yeah. about the engagement. Does Scott, did you say to Scott, Hey, Penelope called me. And when I told her, she hung up the phone and hysterically yeah. cried. Does, does he even know that was his daughter's reaction? Like he's entitled to know that. Yeah. Co-parenting is very. Well, do you think she even told him that stuff? I don't know. I mean, I would think, I thought that they had that kind of relationship where she would, but then, yeah, I was surprised that she's like, I don't have to talk to him. Like, and and remember, we thought they had that type of relationship because they were besties, right? But he said he lost her as a best friend too. So they are just strictly co-parents now. So the dynamic that we knew of them is like gone now. Wait, so they stopped going on vacations together? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, my cat just came downstairs. Okay, cats are part of my brand. Yeah, there you go. I my door is like not, <laughs> when I tried to close it, it didn't like click, and I'm like, what the hell? So I thought he might make an appearance. He figured it out. That's and cool. he's a black cat, so he's witchy. Ooh, <laughs> I am a little witchy too. Um, okay, so wait, let's go back to summer house. Okay, let's talk about the summer house reunion. You love Paige, right? I'm not a person who watches shows and necessarily says like, I'm team this or I'm team that. And I love this one or don't like this one. There's very rarely that I take like a hard stance against somebody. Mm -hmm. So I don't dislike Paige. And yes, I do like her. And when Mm -hmm. people are bitchy, I enjoy watching them on television. I like the early Stassi days. I was Uh here for bitchy Paige who wouldn't even fucking look at Lindsay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's not like I like Paige or Lindsay more one or the other. Yeah. I think maybe I do, but you know, I mean, I like them both. Wait, who do you like more? Paige? Yeah. Oh, I like Lindsay more. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you know why? Because I'm like a girl's girl and what Lindsay did to like Sierra, like, I feel like that was shady. So I just That was a little unsavory of her. Mm-hmm. not the best but then at the same time like I don't think Lindsay considers Sierra their a good fr- friend well, yeah they weren't that just showed like obviously they weren't friends but I don't know did don't know. Sierra actually think they were friends because to me the younger girls they seem more clicky than like Lindsay and Danielle yes Lindsay and Danielle are somewhat clicky in a sense but that's also because they have like a really they've had a really long friendship whereas like Sierra knows that everyone the same amount of time same with Maya but then they just like go I don't know am I wrong no I I get what you're saying for sure I feel like they were a little bit rude and they hurt Maya's feelings when she wanted to go out with them and they wouldn't let her I thought that was mean girl they didn't even they didn't realize it they weren't doing it intentionally but they were that was a clicky moment but you're right like Paige and Sierra laying in their dirty room in their bed all the time I can't I would never share a room with Sierra first of all second of all why does Paige always need to have somebody right next to her like first it was Hannah now it's Sierra you're right that is so true hmm maybe so yeah her being on Southern Charm might be interesting to watch because she won't have that girlfriend close girlfriend to like lean on you know I wonder how her and Madison are gonna be I know well did you see the Madison and Craig TikTok yeah I almost lost my mind Yes. I I'm like, always I team Madison. Like, well, I was like, I love Madison and her hair looks so good in that video. I'm like, this she, girl is just killing it always. She's so she hot. It's amazing. She I know. Does. She's so hot. I love her. Um, yeah. So I think that that's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. the dynamic um, evolve with, with Na- Naomi. Oh my God. Yes. And Naomi comes back too. And rumor on the street was that before Craig got back, got with Paige, he slept with Naomi and he was like with Kristen Cavallari. So oh my it was gosh. like, yeah, it's a good time. I think, oh my gosh, I kind of hope Craig's dirty deeds come out during Southern charm. I hope they like are exposed. 
wonder if he's going to have a good season this season. I'm curious to see how it's going to go. I think Austin's going to be the guy that goes down again this season. I think Austin may be at the end of his road for Bravo. I think Austin has burned a lot of bridges with Sierra and Lindsay. Mm -hmm. And I think even Craig is like, not really into it. Yeah. Are they still on their pillows and beer tour? Um, I think that might be done, but I could be wrong. Oh, what did you think about Paige? <laughs> Paige versus Carl. I didn't like that. I was like, sit down, Paige. I know she's <laughs> sitting, but I was like, back up off my boy. Sit down. I am sitting. Sit. <laughs> that was so good. I loved Emily this season too. That was so good. Emily was good. <laughs> oh my God. I am sitting. <laughs> yeah but no I think that I didn't like when Carl when she was like what did you do I got what she was saying like you didn't even have a storyline this summer so shut up because we're the ones that made the show interesting and that was a jab and she needed his storyline was his journey like don't be yeah he got sober yeah so (laughs) it was a bitchy moment wasn't her finest I didn't like it she definitely like there were a couple moments where I could tell she's like I don't know what to say and she just like defaulted to a bitchy comment like the um the thirsty thing like oh you said Craig's thirsty for being on three shows or whatever (laughs) and Carl's like it is wait but she's on three shows so it's a dig towards her too yeah and but was it was it who else was on three shows wasn't Craig then on three shows too because that was a dig at him too because he was on summer house winter house and southern church her Austin Craig there's nobody else, right? Kyle what didn't go. Nobody else went to Southern Charm, just her, right? No, yeah. Danielle might. Is Danielle going to go? Did she say yes to going there? Uh, Robert ended up taking a job in Aspen instead of the, and so he, in the winter months, he works in Aspen. So he took that job instead of the Charlotte job. Where do I store this information? It's like, where, where? I know, is- I know, I love it. <laughs> I just, it just brings me joy that I know, like whenever I can use Dina Manzo's, I don't know if she wants to be me or skin me and wear me like last year, last year's Versace, like those moments I just, I live for. You know, I need to go back. I think that I'm going to do a a rewatch of Jersey because I didn't, I'm ashamed to say I did not see the first season. (gasps) In its entirety, yeah. like I've seen, you know, the shopping and Teresa and the stores with the little girls and like all that stuff. But I don't think I've like sat down and watched it from start to finish. Um, and I would be, I think maybe I, I definitely watched it once like um, Melissa got in like since then, but maybe you can add, or maybe that's Bravo 2023. Critics 2023. Yeah. I thought about it because I said something to Ricky and he was like, you didn't watch you know, Jersey. I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, I mean, I did, but I didn't, you know, isn't it weird to admit that because my, I have two deep, dark confessions. Oh, (laughs) this can go anyway, people. (laughs) One is that I never watched Atlanta. The early, I watched like season one, but then I stopped. You have to go back. It's so good like the early days with Cherie and like even early days I mean Nini that so good I know why like now I know why because I 
when people asked me at first, I was like, I don't know why I never watched it. And then same with Beverly Hills. Yeah. I never watched Beverly Hills. I, I like kind of watched the first seasons and looking back, cause this is like what, 10, 12 years ago or whatever at that time in my life, I like not Jersey, Atlanta and Beverly Hills triggered me in a place where like, I don't know what exactly it was. I do know about the Beverly Hills thing. Um, Taylor Armstrong's husband committing suicide that triggered me for Atlanta. I don't really know what the trigger was. I think it was like the fighting between women or like, I don't really know exactly, but I was like, I just didn't watch it, but now I regret it. But then I'm like, do I, because now it's kind of fun to watch it now all these years later. And so with Beverly Hills, I started two seasons ago, I think. And I missed all the Kim Richards years, all that stuff. But I am so here for Beverly Hills this season. And especially now with Erica Jane, I um, didn't even really know Erica Jane, even after watching like the first or like two seasons ago, I didn't know who she was really until the hustler and the housewife came out. That's when I watched it. And I, I got like obsessed and I went back to this first season she was in. Cause I'm like, I'm going back and I'm, I'm going to investigate. I remember when you did that. Yeah. But I was like, I got bored after like two seasons. You have to go like to the very beginning you yeah. to watch it because it's just like a house. It just builds like all the bullshit with, um, Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle over the years, over the years, they just dog thing, puppy gate or whatever. I don't know anything about that. Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. You know, that was a wasted season. I will say it's a, like, it's funny that people like, you know, debate this, (laughs) but you know, I feel like, you know, Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy was a waste of my life. I was like, come on. I kind of want to know what everyone argues about now because like I hear about that all the time and I I have no context I'm just like I know that I know Lisa Vanderpump because for some reason I watch Vanderpump Rules even though I didn't watch Beverly Hills and that's interesting because that transitioned literally from like the episode into VPR and you just were like oh this looks like a good show I'll watch this (laughs) (laughs) well it was I think it was my friend who was like because I had no interest in Lisa Vanderpump. It was more like Stassi and Jax that really brought me in. And it wasn't until after the first season, my friend, my real life friend was like, oh my God, you totally have to watch this. So oh yeah, they're, they're so good. Like that though, though early years of VPR, I'm curious to see if all these new shows that they're trying to bring into the Bravo universe. I'm curious if they're going to have the same effect that Vanderpump had on us, you know, cause yeah. I don't know that could be, I, they're trying it. They're trying. I it. think candy and the gang is doing that for me right now. I think it still has more to give. Like it's only one season, but yeah. I think there's more and family karma. I know it's not a spinoff, but like I'm obsessed. I really like Family Karma. I like Candy and the Gang too. It's definitely, I initially thought it was going to be comparable to Vanderpump because it's like yeah. a restaurant setting. And yeah. to me, it's two totally different yeah. 
like worlds for me because VPR, they were so just like integrated. Everybody was sleeping with each other. They were like, I mean, you know, these people (laughs) on Candy and the gang, they seem to be a little bit more stable at better places in their lives. They're a little bit more grown. So we're getting different, you know, different TV, you know, like we're not laying on the floor and drag, you know, saying that they're battered women's while one's on a toilet like we're not getting I that, love that moment oh my god yeah. that was the best but um what leva's show maybe we'll see the young people in that show yeah it's- so speaking yeah. of spinoffs and new shows bravo just announced yesterday that they're having let's see how many six new shows and so there's real girlfriends in paris i'm hoping I'm- that's like uh lauren conrad the city type of thing but in paris and better like maybe oh ladies of london <gasps> oh okay which i just watch i know oh my god imagine if it's like a paris version of ladies in london i would die could you imagine the fashion the food? <gasps> i'm oh. actually really excited about this now and that's coming out in the fall Ooh, that's gonna yeah. be good i think and then think- we have southern charm level land I don't know I, how I feel about the level land part. Like I hate that name. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like that. They made it a spinoff of Southern charm. Like if you're going to do Southern charm spinoffs, bring me back. Um, New Orleans, give me yes. the like, I want that. I never watched Savannah, but I love New Orleans and I feel like I just sit around like waiting and hoping that it's coming back, but yeah, I don't know word. So. Um, Oh, wait, actually, also this week, I think Vanderpump has been confirmed to have another season. Yes, that's what I was going to say earlier. I completely got sidetracked. Yes, it got confirmed yesterday. Lisa's like, it's official. So here's my question, because Dossie just dropped the bomb in her book saying that there was going to be the spinoff, which was going to be Vanderpump Valley, which was going to be all of the other folks that had kids and got fired basically and Lala and Katie Schwartz those folks they were going to get their own spinoff and it was after they got fired this was before right before they were going to do hey where you guys are gonna get your own show we're gonna bring a bunch of new people in to still work for Lisa at Sir and they'll be on Vanderpump Rules and you guys are gonna get Vanderpump Valley you guys are gonna go into your next stage of your life let's transition this with Stassi's wedding in Italy Right. But then she got fired. Jackson, and Brittany got fired. Kristen got fired. So once that happened, they put the whole kibosh on the Vanderpump Valley. So then they just did this other next season of VPR, which wasn't that great. So now yeah, so what is this going to be now? Is it going to be new people and still like the Lala's and the Katie's or what's happening? Are we going to get to see it's something about her? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Something about her. I love Katie and Ariana, but I don't love the name. Sounds like something about her. Yeah, I agree. Smells. I love the whole like French, like bistro brunch vibe. Yeah, Um, I think they're going to make it amazing. I just don't love the name. She just tagged, Katie just tagged Ariana in like a cute little um, like cafe and in Rome while they're there for uh the wedding oh. that she's like so I think that was like her vibes like she was like this is what it could be like like we can make yeah this. so I thought that was you cute. know what they could I mean they were supposed to get money or investment from Randall that they're not anymore they're not doing that but speaking of Randall 
I wouldn't mind the Shaw's people somehow making an appearance in this Vanderpump season. I actually did a poll. That's funny you say that. I did a poll saying, what would you guys think about the worlds colliding with like the Shaw's and the Vanderpump OGs? Like, I think that they could do something with that. I do too. That's what I, I, I'm hoping that happens because after they said Shaw's was canceled, they said they're still going to do something with them, but it's not going to be Shaw's anymore. So if they take Destiny, Gigi, Reza, and MJ, I don't and think Destiny, I don't think Destiny got included, which sucks. I like her. Destiny. I do and too. Shervin or Sh- Shervin, right? Shervin, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking it was Sherman. Sherwin, because that's the painting. Yeah, Shervin. <laughs> I love Shervin. I could live without Nima. I could live without Mike, obviously. Oh, Mike. Ugh. That dude. He's but, got I'm glad he's not coming back. Yeah. I mean, none of them are, I don't think they're, I love Reza though. I love Destiny. I love Gigi and I could do, you know who I could do without though? Adam. I'm sorry. Adam is a little, he can bake me a pie. Bland, but yeah, I think they're doing something together. I think them as a couple is better than them. Like, no, I like them as a couple. I just feel like he's like a husband that needs to like sit there. I don't need to be, you're not like, like you're not interesting enough. I feel like to be part of the show. Least interesting to look at. Yes. (laughs) So what did you think about Beverly Hills? It was the premiere. I sobbed. Did you cry? I cried. Can I tell you, I had a moment. It was like the universe was against me. They didn't want me to watch the freaking episode. Like the, for some reason, like my, um, my husband was watching, I was like something on TV and he was watching like a, a hockey game. So I was like, okay, I'll watch on my computer. It wouldn't connect on my computer. It was like, you're not connected to the Wi-Fi. You can't stream it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm connected to the Wi-Fi. Oh so then by, I got, by the time I, I got on my phone, I just watched it on my phone because I was oh. so like mad. <laughs> But then I only watched like 15 minutes of it. And then my husband fell asleep. And so then I was like, yeah. So then I stole the TV and I watched it and I was just sitting there. I sobbed. I couldn't, I couldn't. And I was like, they gave us so much. I didn't think, I didn't know it was that like much. So I felt like, yeah, I thought like I saw a poll or I took a poll on Twitter and it was like, the options were, the question was, what do you think about Dorit's burglary? And then there were three options. It was like, it's real. And then it was like, I don't know. And then it was like, this is totally fake or whatever. And I was so surprised with how many people think that they staged it. It was over 70% that did not believe that it was real. That, that like makes me mad. I kind of was preparing myself for it. I actually, um, I don't know if I said anything and I probably should, but most folks on my page are pretty um, courteous when it comes to, you know, for the most part, Not being I don't want people coming in and saying like anything negative about that. I don't think it was fake. This woman could have died. Her children could have been hurt. Right. This was a horrible, <laughs> horrific event for her and they should be ashamed of themselves and they should show some grace. And if they think that, then maybe they should just shut up and keep it to themselves. Like, I feel like it's so rude. Just like when Kim Kardashian got robbed, everybody said it was fake for her. And there was like a 40 person sting. It was like an operation yeah. that they did, yeah. you know? 
And we saw the videos of, wasn't it crazy how they left her phone? Yes. I thought that was so nice, but like, it's not nice. You just robbed her at gunpoint. (laughs) That is so crazy. And it just goes to show you, isn't it crazy how times are different? Like you don't have a house phone. You have no other way to call the police. Like that's, she was like, how the hell am I going to call the police? If you take my phone, that's what she was thinking. Her husband's in London, like. So the fact that she asked for the phone, I don't yeah. think I would have. I wouldn't have. I've been, I would have just resorted to using my computer probably or gone to the neighbors, but yeah, I don't know. Um, that's wild. I, it's kind of good PK wasn't there. I think if yeah. he was there, things maybe could have had a different turn. So yeah, I agree. But the I, the babies didn't know what happened. So, you know, it's that was crazy. Good. And then everybody's knocking her on the internet right now for um, going to Kyle's house and PK there from the airport because they're like why aren't you at home with your children blah 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 the door was broken it there's glass everywhere I wouldn't want to be in that house well and they said that like the kid this is my question now that you just said that how did the kids not see that the door got broken they could have said anything right the wind or something like that yeah or took them out a different entrance or exit whatever well there's like a back sliding door wasn't it well, they said the kids were, she said the kids were at her house with um, PK security and his assistant or whatever, right? Didn't she say that? that? And she was like, I am here because I don't want my kids to see me fall apart. I've tried to hold yeah. it together for them all day. I need to get out because I have to release. Uh, yeah, I, know? I do remember that part, yeah. yeah. And then he came, it made sense to me. He came straight to her. He came to yeah. her, came to his wife, and then they went home to their children. I could not, I felt so bad for her when she was crying on that fence. I'm on that. I know on the bench, on the bench. Yeah. Like go find your phone. That was like, Oh, I know that was sad. I could cry. Even just thinking about that. was so sad. I know. I'm like, I don't want to like start crying. (laughs) So in other news, I think Erica is on drugs. Ah, And (laughs) And she don't mean weed because I don't consider that like a drug, but I think she's she's on something or maybe she's drinking because one, she's like, Garcelle, she was held at gunpoint. I think that she's drinking on her pills. Oh, maybe. That is making, because there can be some pills that you take that you can drink on and some pills that you can't drink on, you know what I mean? So whatever. And if she's, who knows what combination of her cocktail she's on, maybe she was on some combination at the beginning yeah. and she drank with it and then maybe her doctor switched her shit and she doesn't realize that she's yeah, being she wild might, yeah she might not even it's it seemed to me that she was not lucid enough to understand how like how she <laughs> when they were sitting off. wait when they were sitting are you talking about when they were sitting in the living room and she was on the couch and Dorit was talking with PK and, and she's like she, yeah, she had this huge smile, like weird smirk on her face. I was like, what is happening? It reminded me of when, um, this is like, this is really sad. My, we were, this is in like high school. I think we're in 10th grade. It was me and two other girls at our, I, I want to say coworker, our friend's house, whatever. We were doing like a school project and her dog got hit by a car while oh my we God. were there. I, yeah, I was friend- like. My best friend's dog got hit by a car when I was there in for third a project? grade. For third grade, my our, my other friend is the one who opened the door and the dog got out. Well, I don't remember. She like let the dog out, but didn't let it 
forgot to bring the dog back in or something and it got out and got hit by a car. And I remember just being like, so like, I've never dealt with anything like an emergency like that before. So I just didn't know what to say. And I remember being like, oh, and then, but then my friend started laughing, started laughing. I was like, stop. Please. It's like the on call. You laugh when it's in, yeah. a, when it's in a, that happened to me at a funeral once. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it, it actually so happened to a group of us. So there was like, ten I of laughed us at my friends. uncle's funeral too. And it was so bad. Yeah. And then like the place, like people like looked at us and it was like, we were all like, they're really close, like the really close friends, but it was just like, and we couldn't stop. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. I got to go. Like it was a lot. So that's um, what it reminded me of though. Like Erica seemed, cause it was such an emotional moment, like seeing PK and Dorit reunite after such a traumatic situation. She's like, we're okay. We're okay. I was like sobbing. And then I see Erica's like smirk wait and Lisa's on drugs what about Rena too she was like like she made that like 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 weird thing and then okay so this is what I caught in that moment like he came in he saw his wife okay she's safe he said hello to like everybody and then they embraced again for like the yeah. second time and then that was when like he oh. like then it like hit them you know and I was just like oh my god Dorit, I love her. And you know what's you know what's they they live in Chriselle Stouse's and Justin Hartley's old house. That's who they bought that from. So I was like watching this thinking, I wonder what Chriselle thinks when she heard about this. Like that was my house that somebody could have broken. Like, you know what I mean? So that's yeah, insane. that's insane. Did Chriselle ever comment on that? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Wow. Well, I thought it was a good episode. Sutton actually was making me laugh like like, well I wasn't held at gunpoint like (laughs) she's not like so I don't you know I don't I'm not feeling Sutton like I I couldn't be friends with her but I enjoy watching her agree yeah agree there's there's a lot of people I couldn't be friends with her for if at all but I enjoy watching her on television for the most part I'm curious to see how her and Crystal are gonna end up because you see Garcelle say watch out for your new friend and I think she's talking about Crystal Ooh, I can't wait to see the new women. We haven't even seen the new housewives yet. Yeah. Wait, is there more than one? I thought there was just one new one. Well, I think there's like a new housewife, Diana or whatever. And then there's a friend of, she's the one who walks in and is like, I thought you said sweatpants or yoga pants. And they're like, it's never um, casual. That's Will Smith's (gasps) ex-wife. Oh my. Yep. This is before the slap. Oh. Yes, this is before the slap. <gasps> what if she like exposes things about Will like that nobody? Well, they're nobody close. Knows. They're close. Her and him are very close. Her and Jada are very close. They have an adult son who's like twenty something years old. They're very close. She's not gonna. She's not gonna All dog right, me well, publicly. Yeah, <laughs> I like no. She <laughs> and actually she did a red table talk with Jada with and they went like deep and talked about like the blending the fan you should go back and watch it you I think I did hear about that one actually yeah it was a good one and it was I'm just like you know her being thankful that somebody loved her kid and blah 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 but her being jealous initially it was a good it was a good interview wow that's good well what did you hear about the Hocksteins and yeah. from Real Housewives of Miami and some yeah. showdown with Larsa <laughs> at a club I heard that Lisa was with Larsa and they confronted Lenny with his new girlfriend or whatever 
and the cameras were not rolling. So I, so I believe that that happened because when they were split up before he had an emotional affair and that girl with yeah, Morgan or something from bad girls club. And she had a blog and told her side of the story. And she said on multiple occasions, Lisa and her friends would be like just yelling things at her. Like, I don't, but Morgan's meaner than Lisa could ever be on her meanest day. I'm pretty sure. Like, um, I, watched I don't her. know her. I but didn't if you're on Bad Girls Club, it doesn't sound good. Well, I didn't watch her on Bad Girls Club. I watched her on um, Miami Monkey, which was a spinoff <laughs> show. Which was a spinoff show from Mob Wives at Big Ange. It was a bar that Big Ange ran in Miami, and Morgan worked no. there. No way. And that was after she was on Bad Girls Club, but I didn't know her from Bad Girls Club, and she was a bitch. Holy on shit. Miami monkey and thought that she was like the shit. So I can't believe there's a show called Miami monkey. Was it on Bravo? It was VH one. It was only for like a season or two. And then big Ange got sick and, you know, she passed away from cancer. So big Ange passed away years ago. Like, how did I not ago. know this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so sad. I loved mob wives. Me too. Drea or what's her name? Drita. Drea. Drita. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was amazing. Oh my so God. Good. I follow her on Instagram still too. And she does like all her rap songs and she like dances while she cooks and cleans. She's my girl. I love her. I'm like, she's funny. I do like her. She's yeah. Cool. <laughs> she did a Kardashian reenactment. I'm going to find it and send it to you. Yeah. I, I need it. to see. She did a Kardashian reenactment when Courtney and Kim got in that physical altercation. Wait, it when was- there was makeup on the wall? Yes. Yeah. And then like, yeah, she was like doing a voiceover of it. It was so funny. I like almost beat my pants. It was. Oh my gosh. I gotta, I gotta see that. I just can't ever forget Drita just walking in that room. Like throwing her stuff down and going after that girl's like, damn, she just did not even hesitate. She said, Karen, get up. I'll I'll never forget that. Karen, get up. She threw her shit down. Oh my god. I gosh. love that you know these moments with me. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I know. It's like they're classic reality TV moments that not everyone knows about. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta be a true pop culture fan. Yes, for sure. So wait, it's, so what 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 else did we talk? What else happened this week? Was there anything else? So there's four other shows that Bravo announced. Uh Below Deck Adventure, which I don't understand what that means exactly. Maybe it, that might be different locations. Maybe they'll give us like different crews or crew or like, like, like sailboats that race and like there's wait, what's it called again? Crews. Adventures below deck adventure. They wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a challenge. I know. I was going to say, it sounds like an MTV challenge or road rules challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, is Below Deck the new road rules? Did you see what Eddie said about Below Deck? He didn't get enough money. Yeah, and people are like dogging him saying that he talked bad about them. I go, I don't think he did anything differently than Kate Chastain would have said. I mean, he was just, I thought he was polite. I don't think he was like dogging his employer. I think that he was like, I didn't get asked back. We are not, we are the best show, We, which we are, <laughs> are the top show and we don't get anything like compared to these housewives. So I don't blame him. He's like, yeah, we fucking work. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't blame him. Said. Yeah. Yeah. Same. You need to know your value. 
Like yeah. don't settle for less. I'm all about that. Um, but then also we have love without borders. Is yeah. that like a 90 day fiance type of situation? Ooh, well, that would be smart if they jumped on that bandwagon. <laughs> um, but damn. But also there's ex- Escape and SWV, which is another candy spinoff pretty much because she was in Escape, which I but love what, them. Where does SWV come in? I mean, I get it, 90s band, but did she, it's not like she produced them because they were out around the same time. Maybe she wrote, I don't even think Maybe she she's friends with them. I don't really know. I who knows? It could be like a tour. Oh my gosh. Imagine if it's like Danity Kane. Um, remember P Diddy's making the band or whatever. What yeah, if that's like that? my jam. Um, like that. I think that it's probably, what if they're going on a tour together? Maybe. And it's like them, like, you know, I bet you that's what it is. That sounds kind of boring, but uh, there's also life is a ballroom, which sounds like Dancing with the Stars, but for Bravo. I like Dan. I'm like, you know, corny. So I I probably will try it. I'll watch anything pretty much. But um, before we go, because we are running out of time, I just want to say happy birthday. Congratulations. Happy anniversary to Bravo and T on Instagram. (laughs) She's like, whose birthday? I was. I was like, who are we doing this to? I just wanted to congratulate you and make sure that you know how amazing you are and how great your journey has been. You work full time. You are a mother. And this is something you've been doing on the side. You've managed to gain over three, 3,500 followers or something like that. You started a new account, Bravo Critics, and are the co-host of a podcast that you're doing monthly and you've made lifelong besties and you're going to Bravo God. We're going to BravoCon, people. Oh my gosh. You better watch out New York because yeah, shit I'm is a going little down. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much, Jenny. That was sweet. Yeah. yeah, I love doing this. This is fun. So, and then meeting people yeah. like you has just been the icing on the top. So I'm oh. so excited. Well, I'm excited when we get together. Like this I know, is I'm really great. excited. Well, so. It's been a pleasure and I'm sure you'll be back on the show again sometime in the future. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. Love you. Absolutely. Love you too. All right. Show your support by making sure to subscribe, like, review, share, turn on notifications and all that great stuff. Are you like Bethany or do you support other women? Please consider donating to show your support so I can deliver inspiring, educational, and fun content to bring an end to the stigma of cannabis, to not just normalize it, but glamorize it for all parents trying to raise better humans. To donate, there's a link in the episode description. 